Welcome to the show. I would like to welcome and say hello to Marshall Saunders, who's with us from Minnesota Podcasting. Hi, Lisa. How's it going? Uh, you know, I am missing being in the studio with you. Yeah, Zoom is not that great of a replacement for in-person, is it? Well, the good news is I get to see your face without a mask on. (laughs) (laughs) I have somebody very special with me today that I want to introduce you to. Her name is Rachel Strasberg, and she is a brilliant, talented marketer who has tons of experience in senior housing. And she's going to talk with us about what is happening in senior housing in the world of 2020. Welcome to Change Agents, brought to you by Lisa Dunn with Remax Results. Lisa is a licensed real estate agent and senior real estate specialist in the state of Minnesota. Lisa works with older adults to help them upsize and downsize. And now, here's Lisa Dunn. Welcome, Rachel. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm great. I think brilliant was maybe a a bit of a stretch, (laughs) but thank you. You're welcome. So can we just start by, can we talk a little bit about your background and what you do? Yeah, sure. Um, so my background, how I got started um, in in senior care really um, was at, I mean, if you're going way back, the why was because my grandmother had early onset Alzheimer's and I was curious. I was wondering what was happening to her and I, I just wanted to, to know more. So at the age of 18, when I got a job where I could um, take care of myself and get an apartment. I wanted to work in senior care. So I, I was a senior caregiver uh, for many of my years, um, my young adult years. Then I still always wanted to work in, in senior living in the industry um, and kind of transition to outreach and sales. The, the word sales is kind of hard because I, I really am knowledgeable about um, seniors, their families, what they're going through. And I really consider sales and outreach um, to be us helping navigate people through different options and resources, um, finding out what tools are out there, what concerns they have. Um, so really, it's more education and just helping that guide them. And then obviously, when I uh, started working for Ebenezer, um, I got to take more education courses on marketing. And so here I am in, in the marketing role. So I've done a lot of different stuff in in senior housing. So hopefully I can answer some of your questions today. I can't think of anybody who would be more qualified than you. So thank (laughs) you so much for being here. What is happening right now in senior housing? What do you, what has your experience been? Because you work with a number of senior housing buildings, so you can see it from a a, a few different communities. What's happening? That's a big question because I think it's, it's different in a lot of different places. So yeah, we manage, um, over 40 uh, how, yes, housing with uh, services communities. So it's a little different every single place, but I guess generally COVID-19 has thrown a wrench in everybody's plan, right? Hasn't it? Yours included, I'm sure. We've had to adapt quick, quickly. We've had to get really creative um, with how we 
keep residents engaged, but, but first and foremost is safety, right? Um, we have the great blessing and benefit of being part of um, a large health system. As many people know, Ebenezer is part of M Health Fairview, so we have access to uh, top-notch protocols and proce processes, and we're kind of at the the front front side of things where we get access to them quickly. Um, so that has been a great benefit, but, um, again, the adaptations of how do we keep residents really safe, um, but also give them different life enrichment opportunities. So our activity directors have been amazing. I guess everyone on our teams have been amazing. You know, they're, yeah, our outreach and sales directors are really not doing sales anymore. Some of them are working the front desk or caregiving, actually. Um, they're in the kitchen. So everybody is doing everything they can. Um, some of us at the home office are even working in the communities, um, if need be, um, just to make sure there's extra hands. And again, it's all about what can we do to keep our residents uh, happy and engaged and healthy. So, and then we're also, you know, in the beginning, it was like, this is so new to everyone. Everybody didn't know what is COVID-19. So we've learned a lot about um, infection prevention and we had to learn quickly. So we, you know, we're now getting into areas where we can have small group activities and the salons are opening back up and um, dining is opening back up because we have the different partitions and things of that nature. A, a lot of learning, uh, a lot of growth, and as awful as this disease has been, it's it's helped us feel together in a different way, like we're we're all there together and we're helping each other out. What I heard is that what's happening in senior housing is very similar to what's happening everywhere to everyone, right? We're all looking for ways to stay engaged with each other, but we have to do it differently than we used to because safety has to be the number one priority because if I stay safe, it keeps the 10 other people around me safe. Um, so even if I'm not afraid of the disease, I have to do it for my neighbor, not just for me. And so what I've been struggling with at home and in my real estate business is the same thing that you've been seeing. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you say to people when they say, hmm, I'm not ready to move yet. I'd like to wait. Yeah, we're hearing a lot of that. And I think fear has has really consumed a lot of people. I, I, I totally understand the fear. Um, I think that a lot of the fear comes from maybe the things that you hear on the news where um, I feel in a way that the media has kind of hijacked what's really going on, the truth in our communities. So we're, we're trying to really share via whatever uh, vehicles we can, whether it be our website or um, social media, that there are really great things still happening in our communities. And the reasons that you may be considering moving to senior housing are still there, even if you're at home um, and winter's coming. We all know that uh, winter can be a very uh, detrimental time to seniors living in their home because um, they're outside trying to shovel. So they have the possible falls that could happen. Isolation still happens in, in your grandmother's home or your mother's home. And actually more now because of COVID, right? We're not wanting to, to go over to their house to, you know, to limit the, the spread. Um, those reasons that you, you consider senior living are still there. 
and you may not know what's really, really going on at your mom or dad's house because I think a lot of uh, us stoic Minnesotans, we don't want to bother people with our issues or problems or lay guilt on people. So we say, I'm fine. I'm doing okay. Um, but they may not be okay. So in our communities, though, in our senior living communities, and I speak as a whole, you're still getting to see the wonderful caregivers. Um, you're still interacting with them. They have wellness checks uh, daily. Um, that We do have the small social gatherings and activities. There's still music programs. There's a lot of really great things happening in senior living communities. So I say, you know, be leery of, of what the media feeds you because they're looking for stories. And I know that sometimes they'll share little ticklers about a, a senior, something that happened at senior living, um, but there's more to the story. So I implore people to, you know, get a real virtual tour. Um, our outreach and sales directors want to, you know, that we've equipped them with little selfie sticks and different things where they can really take people on a tour. And um, I ask people, like, find out from a new resident who, who moved in what their experience was. So if you're somebody who's considering moving in, you could even say, do you have somebody who recently moved in that I could talk to directly and ask them what their experience was, how they did it, and things of that nature. So... There's, there's lots of questions I think that people should be asking and doing their own investigation rather than turning on the TV. Isn't that true? Because <laughs> the same is true of real estate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell people turn off HGTV until yeah. after you've moved. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And so I'll just share um, a couple tidbits of uh, what's happened with my clients. So I have helped a number of my clients move into senior housing communities in the last three or four months. And when I talk with them after they've moved about how things are going and how they're getting settled, their responses are no different now than they were a year ago. Right. Um, people, the adjust, there is an adjustment period after you move in there. And that would be true if no matter where you make a move, speaking of someone who just moved less than 30 days ago, there is an adjustment period, no matter where you move to getting used to kind of, where did I put my toothbrush and you know, how do I, where did I put this and, and how you live in a new space, there's always an adjustment. But what I'm hearing from folks is they're just really, really glad they made the move. Right. They don't have to shovel. They don't have to worry about the ice. And they're not alone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, the responses I'm getting are the same. And, and actually, if I'm very honest about it, that kind of surprised me. I thought I would hear from folks. I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go out and talk to my neighbor because I don't know if they've been isolating as much as I have. I'm not hearing that. No, I agree. And I think a lot of places to have ongoing. So in, uh, I think it was in June or maybe even May, we started a reopening committee. So we have like, I think I'm a part of like seven work groups. It's nuts. But like, we have different things that we're doing on a daily basis on the back end to make sure we are doing everything to make sure 
people living in our community and providing resources for seniors living at home, that we can keep them engaged and happy and healthy. Um, I'm part of a resident engagement committee. It's it's tomorrow, actually. So we're, we're looking at new technologies and how can we keep people connected and, and all those different things. So there, there's a lot of great things happening throughout senior living and senior care. I am also hearing from folks, I want to wait for six months or a year to make my move. And that's no different now than it was a year ago either. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because making a move is a big deal and wanting to wait is a very normal function of just being a human being, right? I'm going to put it off until tomorrow because it's inconvenient to do it today. Totally. I'm going to say... um, What I usually say when I'm doing seminars or webinars now, that the mark I can tell you what the real estate market is today, and there's a very good reason to believe that we may be near the top of the market price. I'm watching Marshall's Marshall's face to see (laughs) if he's agreeing with me. Um, Do you? What do you think about that, Marshall? I think that there is. There's a lot to say that we might be at the top of the market. I think that when I'm talking to real estate agents, that's actually really good news because I think what we're going to see is a slowdown in prices and that there's going to be more equity or more uh, kind of evenness of the market between buyers and sellers, which will mean way more transactions. And, uh, and I don't think that we will see at least I'm not seeing the the economic factors leading to necessarily a big drop in prices, but what you'll see is just the pricing kind of leveling off. And as buyer demand is so high, just so high, the more people that sell their home, the more transactions there will be for real estate agents. It'll be great for sellers. It'll be somewhat frustrating if they planned on a big increase and they didn't get it. But it won't necessarily be a oh my gosh I thought my house was worth or my house was worth three fifty and now it's worth three ten something like that it won't be catastrophic. So what I tell folks is if you see a real estate agent moving now it probably tells you something. Um, <laughs> so it's a, it's right. you know um, waiting six months to a year, like Marshall said, there probably isn't going to be a big drop in prices, but it may be more challenging to get a home sold depending on what happens with employment rates, depending on how many more businesses in our, in our communities close and and how many people stay employed and can get a loan to buy your home. Um, So waiting six months to a year is not going to make your move look all that much different then it would look today. If you're thinking that it's going to be easier or you'll sell your house for more or that things in the senior housing building will look different, my guess is probably not. And if you're like most older adults who have lived in your home 30, 40, or 50 years, it was probably a good idea for you to move a year or two ago anyways. So waiting another year may also mean that you get to lo- that you may lose out on some choices that you'll have if you move today. I, I hear that all the time that people are wait, you know, you want to wait. Um, but my big thing with people is like the time to plan for senior living truly, honestly, is 
before you need it, before you have a health crisis happen to you. Um, because our, our goal is always for people to acclimate and to be able to get around, to get to know people. Um, but if you have a very significant fall that lands you in enhanced care or needing um, more care than independent living or some maybe some light personal cares, um, you kind of rob yourself of of the great benefits of of senior senior housing, which is being around like minded seniors and socializing and all these other great great benefits of being around um, people, you know. Um, so I just say people plan for senior senior housing way before you need it. Yeah, get out there, get a look around, stop watching the media call there, get a virtual tour, ask lots and lots of questions. It's less scary than you think. <laughs> Would it be different if I were moving into independent living versus assisted living where I might need some healthcare services? Is there any difference in, in either of those settings today? Can I find an apartment? If I'm looking to move into senior housing, would I be able to find an apartment? Are there waiting lists? Yeah. Um, and when I move in, do I have to do anything differently? Yes. So, so I, I would say the majority of um, long-term care communities are following the recommendations of the CDC and the Minnesota Department of Health. Um, so there is a 14-day uh, quarantine for anybody moving into um, housing with services. So a place that offers the kind of age in place model or the continuum of care. Um, so, and that's for uh, their health and um, and the health of our, our current residents. So, but during that time, you'll still get to engage with um, team members um, and they'll still be visiting you. And, and it really actually does give you a little bit more time to acclimate to what's going on in the community. They'll, um, a little adjustment period. Um, so there is that um, for, standalone 55 plus independent communities, um, they do not have those um, restrictions in place, I believe, for, for the majority of them, if not all. Um, so, but the activities and the, the different programming, um, that is, that's all the same um, in our independent living communities and assisted living. In memory care, um, the restrictions are different because they do require um, more touch and, um, and interaction to thrive. Um, if you are considering a move to senior living or know that you should, or you won't be able to go through this winter, um, at home, now is the time to probably get your desired apartment layout because there is availability, um, across Minnesota because people aren't moving in as much uh, as they used to. Now you wait until March um, or April and depending on what um, vaccinations come our way, everybody's gonna be wanting to move. So you're gonna have a little bit more competition. I would say get out there now. And if you have an apartment layout, um, a two bedroom with a den or something that you really, really want, um, it, it's probably available somewhere, so. Rachel, I am so grateful that you took the time to talk to me. You're welcome. This has been Change Agents, brought to you by Lisa Dunn with Remax Results. 
Lisa is a senior real estate specialist. You can find her online at thechangeagent.net. This podcast was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studios. And they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of REMAX results or Minnesota Podcasting. 